0: Bad Thought Therapy. Merry Christmas. I hope that you and your family are celebrating um, beautifully with love, with joy, peace, and so many good things. And I just decided to pause to do an episode of Short and Sweet. If you're new to Bad Thought Therapy, the Short and sweets are the inspirational messages that I get text to my phone every morning. And there are so many that I haven't read and want to read them because I need to clear up my phone. So um, for Christmas, this is my gift to you. And this is one of the ones that I thought was really good. It's called Take Off the Labels. Take Off the Labels. And the author, I really wish I could give credit um, where credit is due, but the author of these are unknown. So I don't know who is writing them, but I understand that there is a woman who's a member of my church, Word of Faith Family Worship Center, with Delcy Bronner, Bishop Delcy Bronner. And so um, Take Off the Labels is one of the ones that she sent, like in the last two weeks. So here's one. After Jesus rose from the dead, Thomas initially doubted that it was true, but soon believed through Jesus' meeting with him. What's interesting is that Thomas doubted that one time but he's been labeled Doubting Thomas. You would think he had doubted and questioned his faith for his whole life, but this had been just a few days of his life. It's easy to let one failure define who you are. If Thomas would have worn that label, he would never have fulfilled his destiny. Yet the Apostle Thomas took the gospel to India and made an incredible impact with his life. Are you wearing negative labels from the past? God's mercies are new every morning. Receive that mercy and move on. What about that failure? It's in the past. What about that mistake? It's covered by mercy. What about the divorce, the compromise, the time I blew it? That's over and done. Life is too short for you to let what happened in the past keep you from great things in the future. God has in your future. Excuse me. The prayer for today, Father, thank you that there are no negative labels that can stick to me because I have received your great mercy. Thank you that I am not defined by my mistakes and failures, but I am defined by what you say about me. I am forgiven and redeemed and free from condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. And the scriptural reference for this one was... um, John 20 and 27 then he said to Thomas put your finger here see my hands reach out your hand and put it into my side stop doubting and believe that was Jesus talking to Thomas and I thought this one was really good because today around the world many people celebrate the and commemorate the birth of Jesus Christ I'm using the Greek Jesus Christ um and we the truth is is that people don't know the exact day he was born the exact time but this day was designated long ago by a Roman emperor who decided to change some of the pagan roman holidays into christian holidays and christmas the mass of christ is one of those days and we for those of us who believe We're not concerned about the exact day or exact time. We believe that He was born and that He was born as a Savior, as God's only begotten Son to save our lives so that we do not have eternal damnation. But through believing in Him and following Him and doing what He taught us to do, we can have an enriching life, We can grow closer to God and we can be a better servant and a better friend here on this earth and in heaven. And so we celebrate his birth. And I love that particular short and sweet because I've been talking a lot about how to move beyond your mistakes. I did a podcast maybe two or three weeks ago called Moving On. Please, please, please check out that podcast. You have to move on every single human being makes mistakes some are big some are small some linger the effects of them linger and some don't but we all make them and once they are made you cannot undo them you cannot reverse the hands of time you can't go back and fix it sometimes and the only thing you have is the present and the future and that is why Jesus was born to give us that grace And that mercy, and over and over and over again, when we study his biography in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and we read about what Jesus did throughout his entire life, he demonstrated the mercy of God. And one example is a woman, um, you may be familiar with the story of the woman who was caught in adultery. What's interesting about that story is that in order to have to do adultery, Um, or to commit adultery, you have to commit it with somebody else, a married person or another person It was a man, but he was never brought forth. Only the woman. And so I'm not going to get on it now, on my soapbox now, but I have to just tell people that the misuse of the Bible is why so many problems exist in our world today. And especially with relationships, because of the mission of, of the bible women are treated differently and they should not be in the economy of god god didn't make women to just be treated you know any kind of way they are just she is just important as the man and her purpose is not just centered around man it's centered around god in some kind of way when men were writing the bible their culture their cultural practices Um, were very unfavorable for women. And so if you're not reading the Bible in the right way, then a lot of people, you'd be amazed at people, no matter how much they study, they don't get it. They believe in certain things that have caused the oppression and the maltreatment of women all over the world. Even today, you think, okay, by now we would have gotten it. No. And so this woman was going to be stoned to death. People had gathered around and had already picked up the stones. And Jesus was on the scene. And they wanted to know, well, shouldn't she be stoned to death? And Jesus first ignored them. Then at a certain point, he addressed them. And he told them, he who is without sin, you cast the first stone. And not one of them could cast that stone. One by one, they began to drop their stones because they realized that they had sinned. And that they had not been stoned. And they, you cannot stone another person because we ourselves have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so, if Jesus forgave this woman for doing something, and she, He didn't, you know, blast her, He didn't condemn her. He simply told her to sin no more, go and sin no more. And that is the demonstration of mercy and grace that we receive from our lord and savior and that is the mercy and grace that not only should we receive ourselves as this woman did but we should also have that for other people we must practice what jesus taught us to practice and if we did we'd have a better world we'd have better relationships and so i want to just remind you take off the labels um the people, whatever people put a label on you, those people are imperfect, they are flawed, and most importantly, they are not God. And they do not determine your destiny. and they do not determine who you're going to be and what you're going to do. You have to receive the love of God. God loves you. He loves you, He loves you, He loves you. And the reason why, he wants you to engage in certain practices and not engage in others is because he wants you to live. All stress and all suffering is not necessary. Some of it can be avoided easily if we would surrender and accept God. And and, you know, a lot of people, when when I say this, many people, if they're religious, They're going to be looking for scriptures in the Bible and all of that. That's messing a lot of people up because, again, if you misuse the Bible and you're not reading the Bible in the right way, you'll miss some things. Here's what you need to do. And as we commemorate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I want to tell you that you need to go to him. Put down your book. Put down. Don't go to a building. Don't pick up a book. Put, let the books and buildings go for a second. And what I want you to do is start to daily take some time to turn off everything, your phone, your electronic devices, whether it's the television, music, whatever. Turn everything off. And get in a quiet place and begin to talk to God, to avoid yourself and directly to Him. Just like you would have a conversation with someone that you know well, a friend, maybe a family member, talk to God and tell him about it. And ask God to show you what you need to do to have life and have life more abundantly. To show you how you can minimize your pain, your suffering, your stress, your problems. Because let me tell you, so much pain and struggle and stress can be eliminated from your life. If you are suffering, it is a result of something that you're doing. And I guarantee you, it is very likely you don't have to do it. And no one tells us it's like, you just don't have to do this. If doing this hurts you, if it's causing you to be sick or to be depressed or to have a disease, do you know you can stop doing it? You really can, and you might can't do it alone, but by the Holy Spirit and by relationship with God through Jesus Christ, let me tell you, I'm a witness, you can. And so what you need to do, so often people try to go through, get to God through other people. This is what's messing a lot of people up. I am not necessarily anti-religion. But I am for good religion. And what I recognize is that bad religion has created a lot of problems in our society, in our world. And so what I tell people is that religion can be, if it's good, it can be a great way to get closer to God. But what it normally does is religion usually is building relationships with people. Because religion usually is man-centered. It is not God-centered. And so what you want to do is you want to start to connect with God directly for yourself. Again, put down the building and 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 the book. For now, leave those things alone and learn how to get into a space of quiet and solitude and talking to God. And getting quiet and listening to God, and asking God for the answers—not a person, not a book, don't—not anybody. Just go directly. And and this is a thing we just, for whatever the reason, I know. Well, I know why we don't get taught enough that you can go to God and ask God directly for yourself what you need for your life. And I guarantee you, you will start to get fresh answers he would tell you you will know because the holy spirit will begin to move and some of these things that you're doing to yourself that's causing your pain you will begin to see it for what it is you know there's a song old gospel song a lot of people know it amazing grace there's that line in the song where he says i once was blind but now i see he was of course not talking about physical blindness like a Ray Charles kind of blindness. He was talking about spiritual blindness. And that is what our enemy does. He will blind you and you will not see wrong for wrong and evil for evil, perversion for perversion. You just won't see things the way you need to see them. But when you step away and you get quiet and you get in a, a, get in a space of solitude and you have an open heart to receive directly from God, you will start to see things for what they really are. And that is what will help you learn how to let go of the practices and behaviors and the thoughts that lead to your pain, unnecessary pain, and suffering. It all begins, and this is why I started Bad Thought Therapy, because it really does begin in our heads what we're thinking and when you have toxic thoughts when you believe a thought in your mind that something is right when it's really wrong or something is harmful is is in harmful but you don't see it that way what will end up happening is always going to lead to an action or practice and then you're suffering you're going through you know some kind of medical problem or financial problem or personal problems that you really don't even have to go through. Because once you let God begin to speak to your mind and to your heart and you start to get the right thoughts, once that happens, it is going to be easier to move away from the people, the places, the whatever that's causing your pain You'll be able to move away from that and you will let go and you will let God and your life will change. And years, not years ago, but last year, I had the fortune of meeting Dr. David Satcher, who was once our Surgeon General, the U.S. Surgeon General. He's the second black Surgeon General, but he was the first black man Surgeon General. And I was reading his book. He came to the bookstore and I met him and I got a copy of his book and then I ordered some later. But there was something in his book, and I got to find that part, I highlighted it, where he emphasized that most of the problems that we have in our society and especially in minority groups um, that seem to have a disproportionate uh, number of these problems, he was saying, they can just be totally eliminated because they're a result of practices. They're just a result of things that you cannot do, stop doing. So for example, if you don't get your education, and when I say education, I'm not necessarily talking about schooling. Education and schooling are different. But education is simply knowledge. Without it, you wouldn't know how to solve problems. But now, actually, this is the best time to live. I got to, we're going to talk about suicide later, but... My daughter and I were talking about this and just trying to understand this last high-profile suicide. And I met a woman. It's so interesting. I met a woman in my store that I plan to interview later who talked about trying to commit suicide when she was a teenager and still having different suicidal thoughts and she's going to come on the show at some point. But I was saying to myself, this is the best time to be alive, (laughs) you know, the advances not only the advances in technology but the access to information that is free google youtube you know even social media like the access to answers and information that can it really can be empowering i'm like what is going on and so i'm saying all that to say when i was reading sancher's book going back to him he was basically saying you know Like some of the the, the things with even health can be eliminated just by people making a simple practice change. Eating more fruits and vegetables, drinking more, things like that. So I want to emphasize that going back to the title of that particular short and sweet, take off the labels. Take those labels off. And again, when you get in a quiet place, and I'm going to tell you how God works in my life. And I believe he works in most people's lives like this. If you go to God about an issue, about a problem or concern, what usually happens, and I I cannot even, you know, it is a phenomenon, but it's in the spiritual realm, the answers will come. The solutions will come. It will be through something you're reading. It will be through through something you're watching. You could be talking to somebody. um, You could see something, and it's like the answers do come. You are looking for the answer on how to stop doing or how to be better at, or whatever your situation is, and the answers will come. And you have to, before I do anything else, you have to make a personal connection and build an intimate relationship with God for yourself. You're never ever going to really get to know God by going to another person. Ever. It's good to listen to people, I do it all the time. And I, I love it. I learn. I grow. It, people help me. But the bottom line is, if I want to know a person for myself, I have to know. I have to interact with that person for myself. Trust and believe. And I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna talk about this later. You you need God. You need God, and you know how you need him more than ever right now. Man is flawed, and he will let you down whether it's intentional or just from human our human frailty but you need him and get to know him for yourself and that is when your life will change and if there are any labels on you just know you can take them off other people can say what they want to say and believe what they want to believe but who really determines who you are is not people it's the one who made you and that is god almighty And he made you to do great things and to experience life and life more abundantly, to have love, to have peace, to have joy. And what it's all about is, one thing about God, and I've mentioned this in many, many episodes, he's not a gangster. He's not going to make you do anything. If you keep doing A and B has happened, it's up to you to stop doing A. If you keep doing B, and every time you do B, C happens, it's up to you to stop doing it because God is not going to force you to stop. He will give you the grace. He will show you how to stop. He will lead you to the right people to help you to stop. But ultimately, you determine the quality of your life. If you want a good life on this Christmas Day in 2022 on the Gregorian calendar, make up your mind you want a good life. And whatever decisions you made that created your misery or your problem, then you stop doing that. And if you did those things in the past, nobody can judge you. Take off the labels. God has taken them off. He has forgiven you and he loves you and he wants you to be free. And so you have you got the keys to the shackles. Shackles. You got the keys to the handcuffs unlock them and connect with him get quiet, get in a place of peace and solitude and talk to God and listen to God. And then he will lead you to the right people, right places, what to read, how to read it. Because again, a lot of people use the Bible and other religious texts and they use them in the wrong way. And all that does is create so much confusion and chaos and even death. And that's what's happening and that's what has happened. And it does not have to be that way. And I'm working on some things. I'll be making my announcement. God is so good. My life is getting ready to go through another major change. And basically what it's going to do is give me an opportunity to write that book that I'm planning to write called The Truth About the Bible. And once you get that you will be able to read the bible the most powerful book the most empowering book ever written in a way that will illuminate in a way that will help you and if you if most people again if you're using it in the wrong way you're not going to get what you need out of it and it becomes a book of condemnation it becomes a book of limitation and it can be even disempowering if you're using it in the wrong way But whoa, 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 whoa. When you get this book and you begin to use it in the right way and consecrate yourself and open your heart and mind to God himself, then when you read it, you will get what you need to get out of it to have a better life. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas again. I'm Sheree Hardy. Peace and abundant blessings to you and your family. Today and always. Take care.